Week two of the NFL season is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Respect Midwest podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my partner, Alex Mann. Alex, what a week one it was. It It was was a week one one in the last episode. Thursday night game happened a few days ago, excuse me, a couple days ago. Joe Burrow, I got to say, even in a loss, he's making strides already in his first couple of games as a quarterback in the NFL. And Baker Mayfield, it's almost... It's it's very Baker Mayfield like, especially the Browns Baker Mayfield to go off on a team that sucks, and then everyone's going to get hyped, and maybe in the next couple of weeks, you know, they'll play a better team and he'll end up getting destroyed. But what was your takeaway? I guess from besides the quarterbacks, what was what was what were you most impressed by from uh, the game on Thursday night? The play calling of Kevin Stefanski. He did a very good job utilizing what Baker Mayfield was able to do especially with his ability to throw on the run with the bootlegs. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had a couple of dimes in that game, especially that one to Odell. And I was impressed with Kareem Hunt, too. Mm-hmm. He had a very good game. And I really want to talk about Joe Burrow. I mean, this he's a first-year quarterback out of LSU, as everyone knows. And Zach Taylor trusted him to throw 61 passes. Mm-hmm. And granted, he was trying to get – he was behind – but to have 37 completions out of 61 passes mm-hmm. for 300 yards and three touchdowns right. in your second game ever against an underrated Browns defense, mm-hmm. and and you have a terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, Miles Garrett had a field day that day. Yeah, but I was I was not I was more impressed by Joe Burrow than anything else, mm-hmm. even though they lost. Right. I mean. I sometimes expect Baker Mayfield to be a hot and cold quarterback, mm-hmm. and this was a hot game for him. Right, it was he was even hotter for Joe Burrow. Right, and the, I mean the Bengals defense is horrible, and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were able to do whatever they wanted on the ground in this game. It'll be interesting to see if I mean Joe Burrow. I think he's the real deal. I think the Bengals got their guy. Um, it's good to know like, as a team that has sucked for a while that you, that you've got your guy at quarterback. Obviously, I can't really say the same for my team. But it is good to know, and uh, hopefully, you know, he'll start to win some games here in the future. He had a quote after the game, Joe Burrow did. He's like, he just says he hates losing, even though he had a good game. He's like, I'd much rather win, you know, and have worse stats than, than, uh, or excuse me, he, yeah, much rather win and have worse stats than lose and have like really good stats. So that's the sign of a good quarterback. Absolutely. Well,. It is tomorrow, and I haven't really wanted to think about it. But let's get into the Bears-Giants. Start with the Week 2 Sunday previews. Um, this game scares me. I I have bet on the Bears in this game. The game still scares me, even though the Giants are the Giants, even though they're you know their offense isn't fantastic. Nothing about the Giants really scares me. It's the Bears themselves that scare me. And if the defense doesn't make any strides, and if Mitch goes back to being what I think he still is, I don't think he's the quarterback that we saw in the fourth quarter. I think he's more the guy we saw in the first few drives of the game. Um, so I, I want to see if he, we can keep this momentum going from that last quarter. Um, and for and again, for the Giants, it's Saquon or bust, I think. Um, and I hope the Bears win. I have I have them minus 5.5, uh, which is the line that I had it on, but I, I'm not totally confident. Looking back at the Giants last week, they were not able to get the ball going on the ground at all. Granted, they were playing the Steelers, but... And the Steelers have a very good run defense. 
But when Ben Roethlisberger has more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley, right? I mean, that kind of concerns me of the offensive line and for the Giants. But did he, he? There was that one point in the game where he had like negative seven rushing yards in yeah. the second quarter or something. That was horrible. And the Bears have a solid run defense, so it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the Giants wide receivers do not impress me at all. So I have the Bears winning by a touchdown. I'd say twenty. Four seventeen to play it safe. I freaking hope so, because I got that spread. What's our next game, Alex? We have Jags v Titans and Jordan. Gardner Minshew last week. It was good. Played very good. It was good. And then the Titans. I mean, low scoring game, but that's kind of what I expect for this season. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, from the Titans. I mean, they're again their offense. Even Rarely though they found. signed, even though they signed Tannehill to that big deal. It was more or less just because he doesn't make a ton of mistakes, and that's exactly what they need when you have Derrick Henry at running back. So um, I expect another probably low-scoring game here. I don't know what the over-under is. Let me check on that real quick. Probably bet under, honestly. Um, we'll see if Gardner can keep it up. I don't think he will, unfortunately, but I, I really hope he does, and it'd be really nice to see. I have the Titans in this one by 10 points. I mean, I just feel like Derrick Henry, if he can do what he did last year to yeah. him. Over under forty four. I'm probably gonna. Yeah. I, would, I would probably take the under on that game. Take the under on that. Mm-hmm. And but that Jags defense just is not good. Right. I mean, it's not. All right. So our next game we have Panthers v Buccaneers, and I will start on this one. Man, Tom Brady last week he <laughs> did not impress me. He looked like a forty three year old man. I mean, yeah, he had a couple good... what he is, though. Yeah, he had a couple <laughs> good passes to Godwin and O.J. Howard and the not, whatnot, but he just needs to develop that chemistry with his wide receivers. He has been given the opportunity to play with one of the best offensive courts he's had in his whole entire career mm-hmm. outside of the 07 Patriots, and they just need to get it together. I mean, when you have a play caller like Bruce Arians... You you'd expect this team to put right. up thirty points a game. Yeah, and the, the chemistry. I mean, like we mentioned in the last episode, was was a little bit of a problem last week, especially on the one interception he threw. It looked like it was kind of intended for Mike Evans, and he either overthrew him or Mike Evans ran the wrong route. So, I think this is a good get right game for the Buccaneers. Um, I think they'll probably end up winning. The Panthers' offense looked pretty good last week, although they were playing the Raiders, whose defense is very pedestrian and questionable. So. Not gonna put all my chips in the middle on their offense. Obviously, they have CMC, but I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers to win this game. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers by another by a touchdown at least. And so our next game on the slate is a very interesting one to me, in my opinion, is the Broncos and Steelers. And last week, I was expecting the Broncos to come out of the gates firing, but it just didn't happen. Drew Locke looked like a bad quarterback. Let's, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't great. Let's be honest, and and the Steelers' defense is. <laughs> I love I love me some T.J. Watt. You know that from the episode past. Yeah. And I just I think the Steelers are gonna, especially with Ben Roethlisberger being back and having that chemistry with Juju Smith-Schuster. Right. I mean, two touchdowns. He's looking like his mm-hmm. 2018 form again, and. I'd say I'd take the Steelers by 14 yeah. points. That was one of the questions that we had in one of the first few episodes was, is Juju going to bounce back and by how, how much will he bounce back? He had a great game last week, uh, which is great to see from a Steelers perspective, and I expect them to have a similar performance this week against the Broncos, who are kind of the same kind of team as the, the Giants are, very similar. 
Um, they might have a little bit better of a defense than the Giants do, but again, the Broncos just they, they aren't there yet. I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. Another intriguing game this week is the LA Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. What I take away from this game is how will Aaron Donald affect this game? I mean, yeah, he'll affect every game, but especially this game. I mean, the Eagles are still missing some starters on the offensive line. They get Lane Johnson back this week, which will help a lot. And they'll get Miles Sanders back too, but I just I think the Rams showed us last week that they are not to be messed with. And they're not going to be the 2018 form that they were, but I still feel like they're a solid team, and that's why I'm going to pick them this week to win by a touchdown. I pick the Rams, too. I've got that as part of a parlay this weekend. Um, everyone's picking the Eagles. I know Miles Sanders is coming back. Lane Johnson's coming back. They're still horribly ridden, injury-ridden. And, again, neither of those guys are going to be 100% healthy. And Aaron Donald, I think, is going to have a, like a Thanksgiving feast on the, on the uh, Eagles this weekend. Still not convinced that Carson Wentz is anything special. And the Rams' defense especially proved that they can – hang with the best offenses in the league like the Cowboys, only allowed 17 points. Um, so, yeah, g- give me the Rams in that game. All right. Speaking of the Cowboys, they traveled to Atlanta this weekend to play the Falcons. And it, what I take from this game is it's going to be a passing show. It's going to be a high-scoring Is the game. game not in Dallas? I think it's in. I think it's in Dallas. It was, okay, it's in Dallas. Sorry. Either way. I mean, there's no fans, so it doesn't yeah, really matter. it doesn't matter. But this is going to be a very high-scoring game in my opinion. I feel like it's going to, if you're, I would take the over on this one, if I were. Mm-hmm. It's 53 and a half, so. Yeah, um, I mean, Matt Ryan continues to keep this team on his back, in my opinion. He's a hot and cold quarterback, too, but him and Julio Jones have always had that special connection. Mm-hmm. And Calvin Ridley, I mean, just look at the stats last week. Three Falcons wide receivers had over 100 yards. That's impressive. Right. And, yeah, Todd Gurley's a shell of a former self, but he, I think he'll get up and going eventually. This may be the game to do it because Leighton Van Der Esch is, has a broken collarbone, mm. and so he will miss some time. Yeah, our Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl prediction didn't really look yeah. that good last week, and it may not for this week. I think both teams, in a weird way, I think both teams are going to bounce back. Um, I think the Cowboys are probably going to win, but it's going to be super, super close. Again, like you said, I'd take that over, too. I think Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott are both going to have huge days. So Watch for Zeke to have 150 yards rushing and yeah. two touchdowns. But I do like the Cowboys in the game. If I had, you know, if you're splitting hairs, give me the Cowboys. Yeah. And we now go up to, I think it's in Green Bay. Uh, yes. yes we go up to Green Bay, where Matthew Stafford and the Lions will be taking on A-Rod and the Packers. Jordan, what are your thoughts on this Another game, game where a lot of people are predicting it to be high-scoring. Um, neither defense, I don't think, is fantastic. Neither defense performed very well last week, especially in that fourth quarter for the Lions. Don't mean to bring that up again. Um, give me the Packers in the game. Because um, they always find a way to beat the Lions just at the last second, it seems like. You know, Hail Marys. Um, phantom hands to the face calls that we don't need to get into again, rehash. But um, give me the Packers in the game. It wouldn't shock me if the Lions won. Um, their offense played pretty well against the Bears' defense last week. So give me the Packers in the game. I hope the Lions win, but I'm going to take the Packers. I love Mason Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and I especially love Devontae Adams. 
because he's on my fantasy team. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I feel like you say it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a two-touchdown game. I mean, A-Rod is just going to light up that secondary. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers scares me. And it's going to... And it's, especially since it's in Green Bay. I mean, I know the no fan thing, but it's it's going to still be a route. Mm-hmm. And so next we have the Vikings and the Colts. Jordan, what do you think of this quarterback matchup? Kirk Cousins versus Phillip Rivers? Two quarterbacks who are, I mean, they each have kind of a theme to them. The, the thing with Phillip Rivers is like he's always down late in the fourth quarter. He's always on a drive to maybe take the lead, maybe tie the game. I feel like that's going to happen again. I think Kirk Cousins, I mean, he had an okay first week. They barely had the ball. Like I said in the last episode, they barely had the ball. Um, they only, I think they only had the ball for not even 20 minutes of the game. Packers uh, outgained them in time of possession, 41-19, to which is crazy. Um, I think they'll have a ball a little bit more this weekend. Dalvin Cook's going to have a good game. I got the Vikings plus three in, in this game. Somehow the Colts are favored. I don't really know how that is. Um, give me Minnesota. I feel like this will be a bounce back game for the Colts, but it's gonna it's not gonna be enough. The Vikings are gonna win this game. I mean, Philip Philip Rivers is very turnover prone. I think they paid him too much to go to Indy. I mean, twenty he's not worth twenty seven million dollars a year. But I I look for Kirk Cousins to have a very good game against this Colts secondary. I mean, if Gardner Minshew can complete 95% of his passes against oh, for sure. the secondary, just imagine what Kirk Cousins can do. And it's not like Gardner Minshew was, like, chucking balls down the field, yeah. but, yeah. But as long, if this game was in primetime, it'd be a difference because Kirk Cousins can't play in primetime, but we'll see. All right. So our next game on the slate is an AFC East matchup. We have the Bills v. Dolphins down in Miami. So, Jordan... What did you take away from? What do you take away from this matchup? A lot of people are picking a bounce back for the Dolphins in this week because it is a, it's a September game in Miami. It's going to be hot down there for the Bills. It's going to be hot. I tend to actually kind of agree with that. Um, the Bills in the second half. I don't know if they just like put the offense in park. Josh Allen had a lot of fumble trouble. Um, oh, that almost rhymes. And I feel like this week, you know, eventually the coaches are going to start telling him to be a little bit more conservative which the, with the ball, a little less risky, which means he might end up, you know, not scoring as much, being a little conservative in certain situations. So I want to pick the Dolphins with the points. They are uh, Bills favored by five and a half. Um, I think it might be a lot closer than people would, would expect, especially after last week last week's performances from both of these teams. Um it might be. I think it'll be a pretty good game. Going back to what you're saying about how the Bills might be conservative in this game, it's going to be the opposite for the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick is just it's just like last week against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. They're going to let him loose and they're going to make him whatever, let him do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have a better game this week because the this may be a little biased, but the Bills secondary is not as good as the Patriots secondary. Their front seven are a lot better, mm-hmm. but. The secondary is not. Shout out, shout out to Jawan Williams for shutting down Mike Kosecki. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I have the Bills by probably 10 points in this game. I mean, Sean McDermott's one of the up-and-coming coaches in this league, and I just – I like him. This game. All right, so this is – this game. next game is my lock for the week. Ooh. We have the 49ers ah, versus yeah. the Jets. And two words for the Jets – or. A couple words for the Jets. 
get rid of Adam Gase. Yeah. This is a crap show. Yeah. I mean, especially when you now have Le'Veon Bell out for mm. extended, oh, yeah. extended period of time. I mean, yeah, your best player on your offense is your left tackle. He's a rookie. Hooray. And, yeah, he's good, but is he going to – how is he going to hold up against this pass rush of the 49ers? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and this Jets defense is not good. You saw. No. He saw what happened last week. And even with George Kittle and Debo Samuel out, I feel like they're just going to ground no. and pound. Raheem Mostert is going to go off in this game. The Jets are, to me, the, the absolute worst team in the league. I don't think Sam Darnold has really progressed at all. I understand their O-lines have stunk, but at some point, I mean, you can only be so bad, and sometimes you have to make plays as a quarterback. Um, I don't think that Sam Darnold's going to do that at all in this game. Give me the Niners and Niners big. Yeah, tank for Trevor has started in New York. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see who is the worst team in the league. And now we have one of the, the, one of the surprise teams of the first week. The Washington football team will be playing the Arizona Cardinals this week, and... I expect this to be a decent football game, actually, because the Cardinals' offensive line is not the best No, at this moment, but Kyler Murray is a magician. It doesn't really matter with Kyler Murray as quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's a magician, and I don't trust this Washington secondary to play up against D-Hop and this supporting cast that is developing in uh, Arizona. And I mean, I know you love. I know you like Washington because I love me some Washington because it's basically uh, Ohio State NFL. Ohio State version. NFL, yeah. And but I, Dwayne Haskins, who had a good game last week. Shout out to Ron Rivera for his coaching job last week, mm-hmm. with especially taking an IV at halftime. Oh yeah, I mean that that's amazing. Yeah, he's going through a lot right now, and be able to get that Week One victory was was great for him and the whole rescue. Washington organization. Yeah, but I still have the Cardinals in this one. Give me. Yeah, give me the Cardinals winning. Again, it's another game that I think could be a lot closer than people expect. I think this Redskins defense, especially that line, is for real. Um, when you actually start, even on paper, it, it is for real. I'm not just basing it off the week one performance. I mean, they, I mean, they've got some dogs on that defense. So, give me the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray will make just enough plays to be able to win the game. But... And, then, and then watch out for Chandler Jones on the other side right. of the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the most underrated football players in the entire league. Oh, yeah. All right. So, we go to some of the late games now. We have the Ravens versus the Texans. And the Texans did not look good last week. I mean, it was a terrible decision to get rid of D-Hop. I mean, yeah, you got a solid running back out of it, but you have a once-in-a-generational kind of talent in D-Hop, and it's not going to be the same. I mean, this Ravens offense and defense are for real, especially with that addition of Calais Campbell. That was that they just hit it out of the park there. Give me the give me the Ravens by at least seventeen points. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I think the Ravens are going to steamroll the Texans. Uh, this again, kind of like the Chiefs game. I don't, maybe the score won't show it. I feel bad for the Texans having to play the Chiefs and Ravens in Week One and Two. Yeah, that it does suck. And you know they might come back towards the end of the year once their schedule gets easier. But give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens big. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a field day. Yeah, speaking of the Chiefs. They traveled to the new SoFi Stadium <laughs> to play the uh, average-loving San Diego... No, sorry, Los Angeles Chargers. There we go. And, I mean, I forget what, who won the game last week for. Chargers beat the Bengals. Yeah, yeah Chargers beat the Bengals. And Both one-no teams, just saying. Yeah, but, the, like, 
like we said about the Ravens and the Texans, mm-hmm. this is going to be another steamroll. I mean, the Chiefs and Ravens are the class of the AFC. Mm-hmm. There is no debating it. And I look to I look to see Patrick Mahomes probably have another solid 250 yards passing, three touchdowns, mm-hmm. and I don't think I don't think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to have as good of a game as he had against the Texans, but I still see him to put up solid numbers. And going to the the Chargers, I mean, at what point are you going to start putting in Justin Herbert? I mean, that's probably not a thing you do till midseason. I mean, Tyrod Taylor did lead you guys to win, but yeah, and just kind of. See how the season goes, but give me the Chiefs by 14. Yeah, I like the Chiefs, too, and I think they're going to win it pretty handily. This, this this week is pretty chalky, especially the last few games we've been talking about. Pretty easily easy winners here. Um, I don't see the way it's hard, Chargers don't lose this game in double digits. I love the Chargers defense. I love me some Joey Bosa. I love me some Melvin Ingram, Casey Hayward. But, again, it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are too much. I like the Chiefs to win big. And now my favorite game of the week, the Sunday night game. We have the New England Patriots. Traveling to Seattle to face the Seahawks. And I'll get to my opinion later on, but Jordan, what do you think of this game? Do you think it's going to be a grounded pound, like a short game, or is it going to be a air raid, 500 yards on each side kind of game? I think both teams will realize that grounding and pounding is... I think grounded pound is probably going to work for both teams. The Patriots might go to a little bit more, little bit more passing attack this week because the weak part of the Seahawks' defense is their secondary. So it wouldn't shock me if Cam Newton um, threw for a good amount of yards this week, um, obviously in comparing to last week. And I don't think he's going to run the ball as much or as effectively. Um, I mean, Russ is going to do his thing. How much, how many times he gets to do his thing is the question. Um, he got to, you know, they let Russ cook, as the people say, last week, and he had a fantastic game. Uh, we'll see if they tamper it down this week, give Chris Carson a few more carries. But I do like the Seahawks minus four in this game, unfortunately. Bill Belichick went out this week and said that Russell Wilson is good as is as good as any player in the league, and that's high praise coming from him. And I have the Patriots winning this week because unless they are playing like the Chiefs or the Ravens or I don't know, I'm always gonna pick the Patriots. I mean, I've, there's always a way to win when Bill Belichick is the coach. Mm-hmm. And what I think it's gonna be a very Short game, it's going to be a very low-scoring game, but give me the Patriots by a field goal. I do have the over in that game, so I do. I actually I hope it's not a low-scoring game, so, but I, and I do have the over, but wouldn't shock me if it doesn't. And so now we go to the opening of the first-ever NFL game in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. We have the Saints and the Raiders, and talk about another blowout. I don't know if this is actually going to be a blowout. No Michael Thomas this week, and I think which I think takes a lot from the Saints offense. And I actually like the Raiders to get close in this game. Now, the Saints defense is very, very good. And they're one of the top ten defenses in the league, in my opinion. So, if the Raiders are able to move the ball, I think they might have a chance to win this game. But I'm going to pick the Saints to win. They may not cover the five and a half, though. Maybe the Raiders get a late touchdown, make it kind of interesting. But uh, give me the Saints overall. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints, too. I mean, yeah, Michael Thomas being out is going to be huge, but there's a reason they went out and signed Emmanuel Sanders. And I just see them winning by a touchdown or two. 
I mean, Derek Carr is one of the underrated quarterbacks in the NFL, but he still is not – doesn't have the weapons. I mean, Henry Ruggs had a couple good plays against the Panthers on last Sunday, but they're playing the Panthers, so give me the Saints. All right, and that will wrap up the Week 2 preview. Alex, anything more you got to say heading into Week 2? As I always say, I mean, Sundays are the best day of the week. Mm-hmm. Especially when you are two kids in college that work all week. Right. Yeah. And Sundays are like your day off. Oh, Sunday is the best, yeah. Mm-hmm. And stay safe. Uh, get tested if you have been exposed yeah. to anybody. And right. go Pats. Yeah. Looking forward to a fantastic week, too. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you soon.